see if we can get this back up here. Good old technology. <laughs> Never fails, right? Nope. Trying to think what other storylines we have coming up here in NASCAR with the with the race kicking off this weekend. What'd you think of the duels? Are we recording or? Yeah, I started recording again. Okay, I didn't know if you got it back up, but um, duels I thought were pretty good races. Um, pretty as expected, right? Usually the first race is a little calm, and then the second one gets a little wild. Right. Um, so kind of fit the mold that we're used to seeing. Um, was a little disappointed to see BJ get uh, basically wrapped up in that one wreck because he was, I mean, what was he running? Fifth, sixth maybe, I think, at one point. So unfortunately he missed the race because of that. And I don't know. I would have liked to see BJ make the race because he's actually been pretty competitive in those. Right. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I mean, we kind of felt like the uh, the first duel would be pretty calm. Follow the leader for the most part. I mean, it was... You had that wreck at the end there that took some decent cars. You know, Jimmy Johnson luckily didn't hit anything, but... He was able to, to race his way in. Like I told you earlier, it was weird seeing him having to do that, being a seven-time champion. But like you said, that's what happens when you don't run very often. Uh, just goes to show you these guys just can't get enough of the sport. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's for sure. It's They all got to come back, right? Was that was it the second duel when uh, Kyle Busch's car got torn up? Yes, he was in the second, I believe. Yeah, so that was probably the biggest storyline of, of the second race was him now having to go to a backup car. And I saw Riley Herbst had to do some work on his uh, Rick Ware Racing 15 Monster Energy car. Um, I will say I do like the new uh, Mustang body style. The Dark Horse. Yeah, it looks cool. It does. So before we skip over that Riley Herbst thing really quick, I got to say, though, uh, I don't know about you, but he impressed the hell out of me the last couple Same. Um, well, I guess drafting races, right? Yeah. The, the kid definitely knows how to draft, and I think people are going to start trusting him, too, because he was up there basically, what, was it Talladega or was it Daytona? Basically, the whole race, he was up there in that 15 car. It was like the white yeah, monster I, car, I think. I forget which one it was, but I know I put some money on him on FanDuel in a blind sort of move, and I, I was hoping that he would get it done, but he never did. He, I think he got caught up in a wreck late, but... Yeah, you're right. He has been running well at the drafting tracks. Yeah, and I mean, he came on strong at the end of the year in Xfinity last year, too. So it will be interesting to see what, what he does this year. Right. Yeah, and you know, it seems like some of these smaller teams have kind of gained a little ground on the competition somewhat. I know it's a drafting track and everybody has a shot, but I don't know. It just seems like the playing field is a little more equal this year. It does, and another person that we can't forget about that, I mean, I, I like the guy. I bet on him multiple times between road courses and drafting tracks is Todd Gilliland. Right. Um, he, he's 
basically last year, what they kind of were trying to throw him out of that car, and he got himself the sponsorship to stay in there basically the whole year, except a handful of races, and then he had sponsorship, and they put him in another car for those races. And now this year, that's not even a question at this point. And um, he he always runs good on these tracks. And I, I've even heard driver drivers even mention it as well. So even Harvick was mentioned in the bush in, in the the booth about um, Todd Gill and during the duels. Right. So obviously the uh, the weather doesn't look great for Sundays. What's your prediction on that? Do you think we get the race in on Sunday, or do you think it's a Monday race? My heart says we get it in. My gut tells me it's Monday, and my gut's pretty damn big, so it's going to be Monday. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know. I feel like the weather is looking fairly decent for a, a Sunday evening. I think there might be a chance. I mean, it's all going to come down to how long it takes to dry the track, which I know is an eternity at Daytona, so it might take a few hours to do that, but... I don't know. I think at the end of the day, I think they're racing Sunday night. Yeah, I mean, I hope that's the point at this point. But looking at the weather right now, well, let's just start with Saturday for Xfinity. Um, After 12 p.m., it jumps up to 75%, which is actually down 5% from before when I looked. Right. Um, All through the night, 75%. And then Sunday, it looks like somebody flatlines basically and dies from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. at 75%, and then drops to 60% around midnight. Wow. <laughs> and then noon Monday, it finally stops raining about. That's when it hits 0%. So, doesn't look good. But it's Daytona. We know it. the weather there's kind of like Pocono it it can rain one second and then be sunshine for two hours after that and that is true they're gonna have you know they're gonna have basically every single jet dryer possible well I guess they're not even jet dryers at this point the air titans possible there at that track to dry this on Sunday to get it in this could be like the year when Montoya ran into the back of the jet dryer remember that race ended like two or three in the morning (laughs) yeah that that was a tough one that's for sure yeah from what i heard from some of the nascar guys on twitter earlier today they said that nascar would try to probably get the race going no later than midnight i think if it if they couldn't get it going by then they'd pull the plug on it and wait till monday i'm actually surprised they would go that late right well like i said earlier the arca race got moved to 10:30 tonight so they're not afraid of racing late into the night yeah, but that's what maybe half true the length maybe. So you figure ten thirty, I don't know, maybe eight nine o'clock start for the cup race would right. be applicable. That's so I don't know, Josh, but um, Jay just texted me. He said he's trying to listen, but it keeps like buffering every five seconds. No, it's probably. So I don't my... know if there's anything. It's probably my internet connection. It's uh. Not the greatest upstairs here, I suppose. Gotcha. Okay. I'm trying. I got green bars here, so it might be good now. I'm not sure. Is what it is, right? Yep. 
So who you got winning on Sunday or Monday? Uh, I'm going to go with that big gut of mine again, and it's going to be Kyle Larson. Wow. The old restrictor played extraordinaire. Hey, I mean, you saw him pushing on Thursday night. He definitely has a fast car, qualified well, heck of a pusher up there for everybody, and I think he's going to be there at the end on Sunday. Does he have any wins at a drafting race? I don't, I don't, I can't recall any. He does not. Wow. So that'd be a first timer. I, uh, I, when we did our show back in January to preview the NFL playoffs, I picked Chris Busher. I don't feel super confident about that. The way the RFK cars practice today, I think Brad was the highest at like 26th. Obviously that's kind of irrelevant when it comes to race day, but, um, I got him in the poll that you started. And I also have a funny feeling that 20 years of trying is going to resurface again this year. And I'm going to take Kyle Busch. Oh, okay. So the fix is in, as they say. Dale did it. 20 years of trying. Yep. Yeah, both with RCR. Yeah, how about that? I forgot about that part. It's definitely possible. So what do you think about Kyle Busch at this point? Um, You know, everybody loved to hate him. And then is he basically having kind of that same Dale Earnhardt thing happening at this point where either – I mean, everybody hated Earnhardt. Well, I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people did. Or, I mean, even Jeff Gordon. Look at Jeff Gordon, too. Most people hated him. He got to that later stage in his career, and he kind of started pulling for him. I think that same thing is happening now with Kyle Busch. I agree. I think his attitude definitely changed where he kind of realized, like, you know, I might have rubbed some people the wrong way at Gibbs, and, you know, your career is not infinite. It's coming down towards the end here. This is his probably last great cup ride that he's going to have. And I think his attitude has definitely changed for the better, and he's definitely more likable now. I don't know who that guy that you want to see now is, but Denny Hamlin might be it. <laughs> that is true. But, I mean, I, I wouldn't even say, though, that it I, – I don't know. I, I think the Gibbs situation was kind of a toxic toxic situation, and I think that kind of I think it led them. to that. Well, but see, I, I don't think he was the issue at Gibbs. I, I think a lot of it had no, to do No, I don't do think he was either. I just mean them Gibbs moving on. Itself. Yeah, because yeah. they, they were going to let Ty in regardless, and he really had no say in the matter. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I just think there's, there's more to Gibbs that people don't know behind the scenes, that they control what you're doing. Right. And aren't letting you do what you want to do. And I think that's where Kyle's mentality and frustration came from. Um, like, look, for example, Christopher Bell, he's not allowed to basically race sprint cars anymore, right? So right. Um, that's because Gibbs shut that down. So right. um, it's interesting, though, because, I mean, how old do you here, – here's another thing, though. How old do you think Christopher Bell is? Uh, I don't know, 27? 29. Wow. And he looks like a baby when you he see does. him on TV. He does. <laughs> like Diane goes, yeah, last night, what is he, like 21, 22? I'm like, <laughs> no, he's pushing 30. But anyway, but um, 
yeah, I mean, they're not allowed to, they basically do what they want to do. And I don't, I don't know if it's maybe those Christian beliefs coming into everything with the, you know, he gets us sponsorship on Ty Gibbs car everywhere. And I, I just think there's more in that Gibbs team than Kyle Busch wanted to deal with anymore. Definitely. And before I forget, uh, Jay was absolutely shocked by your pick for the win. And Tim said uh, Anthony Alfredo wins every stage and the and the race. Hey, any of it could happen. And Johnny picked Chicken Alfredo. As long as it's Cajun Chicken Alfredo. Yeah, there you go. No, I, I I'm definitely with you on the Kyle Busch thing, and I think it really came down to sponsorship. I mean, he was the odd man out when it came to sponsors. You know, Truex has the Bass Pro. Bell's got the DeWalt and the Interstate batteries and all that, and obviously Ty with Monster. Obviously, Kyle was the odd man out there with the sponsorship dollars, and sadly, I think that's what NASCAR's come to now is who brings in the most money for these teams. It is. I mean, there's money drives everything, right? Like, you can't... I'd be interested to see how much it actually costs the team to put a car on the track every week. Um, I mean, the cars are, what, maybe two... 200 250 a piece right right so travel all the expense for a team you're probably talking about 500 grand a weekend right that's just an estimate it could be more it wasn't that long ago that we saw like guys like denny hamlin driving the fedex car all season long and now it's offer pad and mavis and it's split up now he's got fedex on the car for maybe 20 races if that yeah fedex this year um reduced their their uh sponsorship for sure i remember seeing that right so sadly but, that's what NASCAR you know, is. but you mentioned too about um uh wow where was i going with that um you mentioned about kyle bush with sponsorship he has no problem getting these sponsors now at uh rcr right i don't know what that so. zone thing is he has in the car for the clap for the duels i don't know what that is it's a nicotine, uh, like like a Zin pouch kind of thing, I believe. Oh, is it? Okay. That's what I thought it was because I yeah. saw the cans on the back. I was thinking that. Yeah, and I think he has to have, like, I remember seeing um, pictures of his fire suit. It says some kind of uh, warning label on it and stuff. And Oh, yeah, nicotine's an addictive It was supposed chemical. to be on the, yeah, that's it. And it was supposed to be on the hood and stuff, but wow. I don't know if they changed it or what. Not enough money for that. <laughs> Um, it should be interesting though. I mean, we all look forward to the, the Super Bowl of racing that kicks off the beginning of the NASCAR season. What do you think about a champion? Who do you think wins that this year? You want Larson there too? I guess I got to, right? Yeah, that's who I picked on the January show. I mean, if I had to pick a dark horse though, I, I really think that Ross Chastain is going to get his shit together this year and, and win a bunch of races. I think he's done pissing people off. He's going to drive smart. He's made enough enemies over the last two years. I think he finally gets together and gets back in the Final Four, especially with that Bush sponsorship now. That Bush sponsorship is going to bring a lot of money to that team, that's for sure. Absolutely. And, and it fits him. It, it fits his menta- or his personality really well. It does. Speaking of track house, I wanted to ask you about two guys that I feel like should be on the hot seat this year with Daniel Suarez and Austin Sendrick. 
Well, you had to go there because Suarez is my driver in my pool, right? Is so, he? Um, well, maybe we'll have is. a fire under his ass this year. Mi amigo. Um, yep. I, I mean... I like the I, guy, I like but this Suarez. is two, this is yeah. two premier rides where he hasn't really done much. I mean, he, he has the win, right? At what, Sonoma, I think it was? Yeah, right? he won at Sonoma, yeah. Forgot about that. So, he, he's got the win... Last year was definitely less than stellar, but he's kind of the guy that got Trackhouse kind of on the map. I mean, he 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 went to that team when that team was nothing, right? And he got them there. So I I don't know if Justin Marks will move on from him that quickly. Right. Yeah, and then the, and, the other question is, who do you bring in if you if you let him go? Well. SVG's knocking on the door, that's for sure. That's for sure, yeah. Um, I'll be curious to see how he does on the ovals. Yeah, yeah, that's that'll be interesting to see. Um, I I think he will adapt pretty well. I mean, Marcus Ambrose did, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he never won on an oval, but he was in contention on quite a few races. So um, I think SVG's a, a better overall driver than Ambrose. Right. So... It, it it'll be interesting. I mean, they're doing it right, right? They're starting him in Xfinity, giving him the opportunity to um, run a full season. So he will have that under his belt, and he'll have a few cup ovals. Um, but I definitely think he ends up in cup probably next year. I would think so, depending on how he does... Um, he's only, I just looked this up, he's only 20, he's only 35 years old. So, he's relatively young in NASCAR years for now. But, uh... It's still pretty old, though, for today's NASCAR. Yeah. Hasn't had the big wrecks or anything like some of these other guys. But, um... Oh, those, those V8 supercars wreck pretty damn hard. (laughs) Do they? Oh, yeah. You ever watch those races? They are insane. No, I haven't. Speaking of other races, watch, Jay pointed uh, out that we have uh, New Smyrna coming up on Flow Racing next. Okay, nice. Richie Evans Memorial 100 Lapper. I'm not really sure what that is. Oh, that must be the, the race that they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, SVG is going to be interesting. I mean... I think Austin Sindrick is probably safe with his father running Penske Motorsports for the most part, but, you know, that guy since winning Daytona a few years ago hasn't done anything. What's going to happen with that, in my opinion, is if Harrison Burton doesn't get that 100 win for Wood Brothers this year, um, Sindrick gets pushed out to the 21 car. You really think they'll do that? I do. Wow, that's a bold move. And they put I mean, Burton in the what has he done? No, Burton just is gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Makes sense. I'll be surprised if it happens, but I could definitely see it happening. Yeah, I think Burton's got... He's got this year to kind of prove himself, um, but I just... I, I don't see it for him. Uh, I mean, maybe what would help him, too. He's still He's still young. Do the John Hunter Nemechek kind of tour, go back, go through, you know, the trucks, or even go back to Xfinity. He had, he had a lot of su- success there. 
um, and then try to come up again. But he's just he's not in the right situation, if you ask me. So has that 21 car really not won a race since Bellini won at Pocono? Mm, yeah, no, it hasn't. Whew, that's crazy. Still searching for the 100th win. One of the most iconic cars in all of NASCAR. Yeah, I mean, the team, what, they disappeared for a few years, right? And kind of ran part schedule and came back and they were decent. Now they have the alliance with Penske. And it's just, I don't know. I I don't think Harrison Burton's it. No, I don't think so either. And, you know, this would be the year for Joey Logano to surge again since he seems to do well in even years win the championship two years ago, missing it last year, but he seems to every other year get it back on track. So He does. He's another one of those that, you know, everybody likes to hate, but watching the NASCAR shows and following him on, like, Facebook and social media, I don't know. I kind of like the guy a little bit. Yeah, Dale Jr. was talking about that on his podcast, about how he hopes that that show, much like F1, brings in some casual fans that never really... I know just talking to some people at work that are interested in NASCAR now from watching that. So I think it's got the potential to pull in some some new viewers. No, I agree. I definitely think it's good for the sport. Um, I saw a lot of like reviews of people kind of mad because they felt it was the Denny Hamlin show. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, he embraced it, right? Like that's kind of what happened with the F1 show the first year too. Um, I haven't actually watched the F1, but from what I've read about it, um, is, you know, some teams embraced it, others didn't. And then now all of them are really involved in it because they saw what it could do for like merchandise sales, right? Um, exposure to the teams, exposure to the drivers and just bringing new people into the sport. Right. And speaking of that show is Bubba Wallace, the new Maddie D. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will say this, and I hate to admit it, but <laughs> I don't know. After after seeing Bubba in the show, listening to like Door Bumper Clear and stuff, and just getting a different perspective on him, I I don't hate him as much as I used to. Um, do I think he is over? hard on himself yes um and if by maddie d that's kind of where you're going where every time he loses it, it's not his fault it's something else and yeah that and I, there was one being so close and all that and, and there was one quote that kind of pissed me off from him and that was to tyler reddick on the show when reddick won the race i think it was kansas and Bubba, they showed him in like victory lane coming up, congratulated him, and he goes something about like you little fucker, you weren't even in the in the in the picture until I blew up or or I wrecked or something like that. And he wasn't joking. I was like, really? He he was joking about it, but it's like really, he had to say something like that. Yeah. He did have the best car, but that's the Maddie D syndrome where you know you get caught up in something and you're crying at the end or whatever the case is, and it's just. It's getting old quick. It is. It is. And, um, yeah. To his credit, though, one of my buddies that I work with that 
just started watching NASCAR this year, said his little son was watching the race and he saw the McDonald's car and he goes, that's my driver. <laughs> so that McDonald's logo. Got to get Joe uh, back out there with the the Burger King car. Yeah, there they we go. That rivalry. <laughs> Some David Rudiman action. Well, what's his name? Suarez is running the uh, Wendy's car, so we will have some competition on the track. Jay said there was nothing more baller than Hamlin walking off his back porch to a chopper parked on top of his boathouse, picking him up to go to Darlington. So that was badass for sure, but we got to talk about Hamlin's quote too. Um, oh, I was going to bring this up too. One of the first, yeah, yeah, where he says, no matter what, I could go out, I could hit a par, I could birdie a hole that a golfer never did, I could hit a three, and, you know, Michael Jordan could miss it, but no matter what, they can't step into my car and beat my lap time. It was something along those lines. Yeah, he said which, He said I could birdie a hole that Spieth couldn't, and I could make a three that Jordan might miss, but nobody could step in my car and drive it faster than I can. Yep. Yeah, that was and, the highlight of the series, in my opinion, when he said that. I'm like, that's 100% true. It is, and then I heard some people take that the wrong way as well. Um, I was listening to like the NASCAR drive, like I always do in the car. And um, basically there were people calling in saying that they didn't understand that quote, basically that um, I, I forget exactly how they worded it, but they thought he was being cocky about that. And it it's not being cocky. It's, putting it in perspective to everybody like yeah i could hit a a crazy half court shot at a random basketball game if i wanted to but i can't get into a car at sonoma and run faster than denny hamlin could right like they're um i mean not even sonoma probably daytona you hold a wide open right but anyway i'd be scared shitless i'm not gonna do that (laughs) no no and and that that's Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I mean, that that's like a great perspective on the sport. Well, I should say air quotes, right? Sport, because people say they're just making left-hand turns, right? These these drivers are athletes, 100%. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, that's a lot of people that don't watch the sport week in and week out and don't understand what goes into it, don't consider them athletes, and they certainly are exactly like you saw the whole mental game where they're doing all those drills with the lights to like the lights to hit them and make sure um you know you're tapping everything and seeing all the awareness that you have and all that kind of stuff it, it's a sport it's a different kind of sport just like just like cheerleading right people will say that's not a sport it's a sport these people are athletes they are um excelling at their craft and you have to give them credit and NASCAR drivers 100% are athletes no doubt and real quick before I forget speaking of golf he withdrew today due to an illness but what do you think about the new Sunday red brand (sighs) I'm not impressed by any of it that I saw so far I'm not either but I I would not buy it (laughs) no exactly like the logo it looks like a carcass of um (laughs) a tiger right so it's like basically saying tiger woods is dead in my eyes right and he might as well be withdrawn from tournaments now and all that yeah so tim wants to know how many attempts does denny get to birdie and how many times does someone get to drive the car 
How about one lap and one haul? Well, that is an interesting thing. So, um, oh shit! I think a lot I think of these guys. Daytona. Is it? Yep. I think a lot of these guys are decent golfers. So, Hamlin might birdie the first hole he plays. Who knows? You know they're doing a lot of yeah, spare I mean, time. He definitely could. So that brings up an interesting thing, though. So, um, a couple of the streamer guys that I watch, like playing. Fortnite or Call of Duty and stuff. A lot of them have picked up golf pretty, pretty regularly. And um, one of them uh, basically did a hole-in-one challenge at a course. He rented out the course for a day, and within an hour, um, he hit a hole-in-one. I think it was on the on the on the course. Wow. Um, basically, he, he was basically taking shot after shot after shot after shot at the uh, par three, but that's an interesting take on it though. Um, where, you know, it might take somebody an hour to hit a hole in one, but to put up, you know, a lap, it could take you years of trying and stuff. It, it's just completely different. Well, how about this? Could the golfer or Michael Jordan or whoever even get the car off pit road without stalling it out? Yeah, that's a valid point. A lot of people these days can't even drive a standard shift car, so they might not even be able to get it on the track. And that mm -hmm. would just prove the point even further. But Tim says, yeah, yeah if it's just one hole, then he, he would take Denny. <laughs> but yeah, the whole Sunday red thing, I don't know. I can't, I can't get behind it. I know Tiger said he's done with the TW logo and all that, but that was, I mean, as iconic as it gets there. I'm going to miss seeing that. Exactly. That that was Tiger Woods. I right. mean, that's that's the Tiger Woods brand. Um, Supposedly a lot of guys logo. are leaving Nike. Really? Yeah, I saw a couple other golfers are leaving. I'm not sure what's going on there. Maybe they're getting out of the golf game altogether, but Rory's kind of the poster child for them now. Have you watched any of that, uh, was it Final Swing or something like that? Full I did swing? watch that. I liked that too. That was pretty good. I did. I liked it as well. Um, and that one guy I was following that I forget his name, Thagala or whatever, right? Oh yeah, Thagala. Like yeah. Yeah, he did pretty well at the Waste Management Open again. I think he finished maybe top five. He led it day one and two, maybe. Right. What do you think about all the antics that happened at that place? <laughs> you talking about the Zach Johnson thing and all that? Like where Zach Johnson, fans. The, the fans basically getting crazy and them having to shut down selling alcohol. I mean, you know, going into that tournament, especially with that stadium hole, that the crowd's going to be rowdy as all hell. I don't know if anything unexpected happened. Well, they're doing beer luges on the in the stands. Well, there was one thing, and I don't know if you saw this too, but uh, apparently they stopped scanning tickets, and like the company that was doing the security basically dropped the ball on the whole thing and basically let everybody into the event, no matter what, and it just got mayhem on Saturday, and that's when they got to the point, I think it was like one or two in the afternoon, they stopped selling alcohol, people were falling all over the place, there were... 
Oh, God. Um, people streaking and jumping <laughs> into like bunkers and stuff on the 16th hole. It, it just was mayhem. That sounds kind of like Pocono a few years ago when the scanners weren't working and we just walked right in without even getting our coolers checked or anything. I had a cooler that was way too big and I walked right in with it. Nice. Well, there's many times when we had tickets from like six years ago and went through the tunnel with dad and he showed the tickets <laughs> and they were like pit passes. and They're like, okay, go ahead. Wow. So Jay said driving a race car is so specific. Anyone can play golf or shoot basketball, but 95% of the public will never get to drive a race car. 100%. Yeah, definitely. Most people don't have the money or the the wherewithal to to do something like that. Like Denny talked about in the documentary, they were mortgaging the house, and Tony Stewart actually said it in his interview too. They didn't even know what his parents were sacrificing to allow him to start a racing career. Yeah, I, I mean, that's how a lot of these guys start, right? Like, who was... Oh, it was Chris Buescher today I was reading about where... Um, he said he basically owes his career to the Reagan family. Like really? he moved into David Reagan's uh, bedroom at his parents' house when Reagan was running, and basically, um, you know, that's how he got his break. He he was helping David Reagan's dad with the cars and everything that they were running, and um, one thing led to another, and it led to him actually being in the cars, and here he is today. So Chris repaid the favor by getting him in the Project 60 car. That's an interesting thing. I, I, I didn't connect the dots there, but that very well could be. But let's be honest. Um, David Reagan could win in any drafting oh, track at He's any got a day. real shot with that car and, on Sunday. And he did win. Let's put it that way, too. That race he got disqualified, right? Right, right. Um, congrats to Chris Busher too. His wife had a baby today as well. He left the track and he'll be back Sunday. That is true. Good things happening. So does he pull? Does he pull a Chase Briscoe? And win? And win after his wife has the kid? I mean, wouldn't surprise me. The RFK cars. He got three of them now. A lot of Fords in the field. I'm here looking at the pool that I ran this year, which um, for those that are listening that are in the pool, um, I'm thinking if this is successful, I'm going to do it uh, for pretty much all like the bigger races. So Chris Buescher had, or Leanne has Chris Buescher. So she always ends up fucking winning. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And the other part of it too is, um, tell them what the what the payouts are because there's one interesting one in there. All right, so we got the stage one winner, stage two winner, race winner, second, fifth, fifteenth, twenty fifth, fortieth, and first to go upside down. So does that car have to end up on its roof or just flip? Just flip. Okay. It it's it's got to be and. and Obviously, there's probably going to be a couple of us watching it together. So we'll we'll come up to a consensus if there are multiple cars flipping at the same time. <laughs> um, it, it's got to at least catch air and somewhat be upside down. Nice. Okay. Got it. And then if that 
in a way, I'll be honest with you, I, I, I feel bad kind of putting that in there, but I copied this off of somewhere um, because I just, you know, had the idea and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a Daytona pull. And I found that and I don't want to see any driver get injured. That's for sure. But, you know, in these races, people flipping happens. So um, just another way that we could do some payouts to make it interesting. Well, if you want to be politically correct and give, like, the Anthony Alfredos of the world a chance, you could just do first car out of the race. Well, there's a 40th place. That would be the first car out of the race. Oh, 40th. They get 50 a... bucks. Oh, okay. Or no, they get, they get 20 bucks. They get their money back. That's right. Yes. Okay. Got it. So, yeah, I mean, that's the cool thing about doing this is it makes the race interesting. Um, we've got a lot of people in the pool that don't like NASCAR or aren't really following it. Um, for example, I got a text from Rich and Leanne this morning that uh, neither one of them have watched the duels in probably 15 years, but they were watching last night because they have an interest now because of this. So um, it's kind of cool. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully it uh, goes well, and we'll do it maybe for... I don't know. Next one that comes to mind is like the Coke 600 or uh, maybe the Indy 500. Maybe we'll do two that day. One for the Indy 500, one for the Coke 600. Huh. So did Tim get Anthony Alfredo? Is that why he's saying, hey, hey, hey? Uh, Yeah, Tim has fast pasta. Got it. Okay. Interesting. So, uh... I got a bit of uh, breaking news here that was just sent to me. Apparently, Jordan Spieth was disqualified from the Genesis Invitational for signing an incorrect scorecard. Really? Yep. He signed for a three after making a four on a 245-yard par three fourth hole. So he lied. Huh. Never saw that before. I feel like that happened to somebody else recently, like within the last couple of years. I don't know who, but yeah, you know what? It does I actually mean, sound familiar. I mean, have we ever had Justin Kreitzer uh, signed for a <laughs> score on a hole? No, I don't think he ever signed. <laughs> yeah. Tim, Tim likes Anthony Alfredo for the win. And I'd be okay with that because I like the Death Wish coffee, so that would get a bunch of Death Wish fans on board. And Jason, yeah, I mean, it's... Chase Elliott and Riley Herbst to win everything. Well, let's see here. Jay has Chase Elliott, and does he have Herbst? Oh, yep, yeah, yep, he's got Herbst too. Jerome was thinking he had uh, Herbst, but nope, it's Jay. Nice. My buddy Jerome has Daniel Hamrick instead of Riley Herbs. Yeah, Tim said it's 100% familiar, but he can't think of the player either. Yeah, I remember that happening recently. But yeah, no, I mean, doing the pool and stuff for the race should make it interesting. Um, If everything goes well with it, like I said, we'll do it do it again maybe i was thinking like the marquee races like you know we'll do daytona we'll do 
Coke 600, um, maybe Darlington, maybe a lot of the restrictor plate races though, right? Like that, that has the most opportunity for anybody to win. So probably like those kind of things. Absolutely. Bristol night race would be another good one to throw in there. Just something different, you know, it's makes NASCAR a little more interesting for people. Yeah, it definitely does, and especially if you're doing the crown jewels, that's going to be a nice little prop bet to, to follow. Absolutely. Talladega, Tim said. Yeah, we'll do Talladega. I mean, if people want to do Atlanta next week because it's the same kind of track, we can certainly do it. No doubt. All right, anything else you want to touch on, Dale? I think we covered a lot of territory here. One thing I think we should mention about, um, what do you think about Malcolm in the Middle running uh, Xfinity this year? Full-time? Not full-time. I think he's got half the races or something like that. Um, But Frankie Munez is making his Xfinity debut at Daytona. That's, he's a little guy, isn't he? He is. Hmm. What did, did, did he Skipping run full-time last the, year? He ran ARCA last year and yeah, finished right. fourth or fifth in the points and then skipped over trucks and has a ride for Joey Gase this year in Xfinity. Interesting. Yeah, I, uh, how many cars are even in the Arca series? I don't think there's too many, is there? 50 cars showed up for qualifying today. Oh, shit. Yeah, because it's Daytona, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, being that it's an older car and a lot of people could qualify for it, um, 50 showed up t- for qualifying today. Um, normal race, maybe there's 25 if that and maybe five are competitive that's about it so um not much to talk about with arca that's for sure no that's true i'm asking uh, tim and jay if they wanted to jump in here and add any thoughts still there yep still here yeah i don't know too much about frankie muniz but if he uh if his act if his racing career is anything like his acting he'll do just fine (laughs) i actually saw him the one year at pocono um wasn't he there last year well he was there obviously for the arca race so um but one year I was there and going through the garage and he like walked right by me and Were you taller it, it was, I was, um, <laughs> which is surprising cause I'm not taller than many people, but, um, but yeah, uh, I, actually, you know what it was? It was for the IndyCar race at Pocono. Cause I had like 
access to everything when I won those tickets from AJ Foyt Racing. Wow. I really can't get into these lower series. I don't know. I I tried several times. And uh, I don't know. I just it's Cup Series or bust for me. So you don't really watch the Truck Series or Xfinity? No, not to, I'll watch Xfinity here and there, trucks here and there, but not as religiously as I watch the Cup Series. Tim brought up really? some kind so, of interview yeah. that Frankie had with Dale Senior about Dale Senior. You know? Oh yeah, him? he was actually one of the last people to talk to. Dale Sr. before he got in that car in 2001. Oh, what did he interview him on Pit Road? Um, I don't know if he interviewed him or if it was just like a conversation they had together, but he was definitely one of the last people to actually talk to him. Wow. That's a nice little accolade to have. I mean, I could go on the fence on that one. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's funny, though. Most people, you know... They buy the TV and stuff for uh, the Super Bowl, which I should say I did buy this TV before the Super Bowl, but the delivery got messed up. So I have a nice new 77-inch OLED sitting in this room for Daytona on Sunday, if it actually happens. So hopefully it does, and we get to watch the first race on it. Awesome. Can't wait to see it. Jay said he was there as an actor for the TV show, but a NASCAR fan. For the 2001? Yeah, I guess. I don't remember that part. Interesting. You watch any of the Dale Jr. download yet this year? No. No. His interview with uh, Marty Smith was good. I've always liked Marty Smith. Okay. He talked about like family and his working his way up to being the NASCAR guy at ESPN. Now it's college game day. It's pretty. I didn't realize he moved on to to college game day. Yeah, he pretty much does college football. I mean, he's still like the in-house NASCAR reporter, but NASCAR, ESPN doesn't really cover NASCAR much. So he, uh, I guess, will be in Daytona, but after that, who knows? But he mostly no, okay. does college football. So what do you think about um, NASCAR potentially going to streaming service? Uh, well, I guess it's the... No, potentially. I mean, I guess it is happening for some of the lower series, right? Right. I guess it's the way everything's going nowadays. You, you get on the streaming with the Amazon stuff, and NASCAR didn't waste any time jumping right in. What is it, 2025 they're doing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. TNT's coming back, I guess. It just goes to show you, just like the sponsorship, like, they don't have the money anymore to have just a two-network broadcast monopoly. It has to be distributed equally amongst uh, all these networks to make it work anymore, and I just, I don't know, I think it's a bad... It's going to work out probably, but it's a bad situation with the money looking like that with the sponsors and networks. I mean... I, I I see it the opposite way, where I, I think it actually opens it up to more people because we're in the world now where everybody's getting away from direct, direct TV, cable, all that kinds of stuff. So putting it on the streaming um, 
excuse me, systems makes it a lot more accessible to people, especially if you're doing something like Amazon Prime or Netflix or something like that. You're going to have a hell of a lot more people watching than, um, you know, if you're just on FS1 on DirecTV. Oh, no, I agree with you. It's definitely going to reach more people. I do like that part of it. I'm just saying, like, the NASCAR model of Fox for half the season and NBC for the other half isn't going to work anymore money-wise, so they had to broaden their their reach, I guess, with the with the networks just for money okay. purposes. What do you think about yeah. uh, Dale Jr.? Like, is he going to be moving on? Apparently his contract's up at NBC and they haven't re-signed him yet. This is going to be controversial, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'll go to Amazon. No, I, I, I mean, yeah. He, he. Don't get me wrong. Off the track, I don't mind him. But, yeah. Um, He's a big it, part of the sport still. He is. He, he definitely is. His, his podcast is great. Um, he definitely brings a great perspective into the, like, allowing people to see into that stuff with the podcast. Um, his voice gets a little annoying on television Slide with job. the screaking and that kind of stuff. But um, does he bring people to the sport and make people watch? Absolutely. So I think if you want to bridge that generational gap with those older people and make them want to adapt to a streaming environment for NASCAR, Dale Jr. is the way to do that. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody's Dale Jr. because of Dale Earnhardt Sr. for the most part, right? right. Like, once once Sr. died, everybody became a junior fan. So if you want to bring that audience with you, you sign Dale Jr. Right. Um, do I think there's better commentators? Absolutely. Like, I would love to see, like, Dave Moody be... Um, a commentator on TV, but you know, you're only going to get them on the radio, but that's about it. I actually don't mind listening to the races on the radio, to be honest. No, I mean, they're good. It's, uh, yeah, I, I like that way as well. I, uh, I was excited when I saw Dale Jr. was going to have Jeff Gordon on the download the other day again for the second time, but I started listening to it. And they spent about a half hour talking about the charter deal, which I don't even understand that mess. Apparently there's no deal done, and they talked about it for way too long. And so I shut it off. Yeah. There's a potential strike coming and stuff like that. So there's a lot of things that could happen with that. Yeah. I don't even understand that whole process, but I'll let it play itself out and see what happens and go from there. Yeah, we'll see what happens, right? I mean... NASCAR had a strike once before, right? And could happen again. I got Dale Jr. staring me right in the face here with my uh, Mountain Dew old school, new school diecast. <laughs> Have you bought any lately? I got some. Uh, no, I haven't bought a diecast, and I, I can't even tell you how long. I got a nasty beast staring me in their face right now. Oh, there you go. How are they? They are. They're really. They're tasty. That's for sure. Nice. I, uh, I'm going to have to get one of Kozlowski's RFK diecast because I really like the chrome numbers on those. They are. They're sharp for sure. I think I would like to get that purple violet defense or the orange king's Hawaiian one. Nice. 
but I haven't bought one in a while either. Well, should we end it? Yeah, I'm good here. I mean, we know First Kyle Larson's going to win Sunday. We know he's going to win the the championship this year. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say I'm going to say Kyle Larson's winning the flip award. Uh oh, it's possible. He's going to be the first one to go over. <laughs> Hopefully it's not Priest again. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, if I had to pick somebody that's going to flip first, well, I'm going to say whoever Brad Keselowski's pushing. <laughs> yeah, he's notorious for that. Pretty much. At pushing a little too hard. But I'm going to go with Kyle Busch, even though I picked Chris Busher a few weeks ago. I'm going to change my pick and go with Bush. I just think the 20 years of trying thing is going to rear its ugly head once again. And I think Kyle's finally going to get his 500 win. Well, for your sake, I hope it happens. Right. Yeah, I need that money because you wouldn't believe the misery I went through with the Super Bowl poll last week. <laughs> I had... Uh, you have no idea. Dude, I had... Uh, what was the halftime score? 13-10? I forget, but I will tell you the final score with being 5-2, um, I was off by one block to win 18 grand. Oh, wow. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> I would have won 300 bucks if the Chiefs had kicked their extra point at the end, but that didn't happen, so I lost, I lost everything. Yeah, 18 grand because I was one block to the right for wow. the final score. That's crazy. I had like 3-2 instead of 5-2. Tim took the over 47.5, so he, he lost that one. Ugh. Missed it by a point. Oh, well, Happens what are you going to do? Best. The casinos never lose money. Nope. Sorry. Well, let's call this, and uh, hopefully we race on Sunday. Sounds good. As always, we appreciate you guys joining us. You never know when another impromptu podcast might pop up again, but uh, keep those comments coming in, keep listening, and uh, we'll see you again sometime soon. Adios. Thanks, guys. See ya. Yeah. All right, I'll be right back. I gotta take this. Okay.